0: Welcome to the Love Essentials Podcast. I'm Joy, Pink Girl Teaches, and I thank you so much for taking time out of your day to spend with me. I do not take that for granted. I truly do appreciate you. I also want to thank you for the emails that you have been sending, for the inbox messages, as well as your DMs. Thank you for taking time to just say say hello thank you for your questions your comments your concerns as well as your encouragement and your support i appreciate all your kind words and y'all made me smile y'all made my heart smile i truly do appreciate you all and you are so welcome to keep that coming today i wanted to talk a little bit about relationship lists about a month or so ago, I did a video for TikTok, and I shared something that's on my relationship list. It's actually number two on my list, and we're going to get to that in a minute. And the ladies and I had such an interesting conversation following that um, that video, and we examined ourselves. We took a moment to self-reflect and see why we were making the choices that we were, how would our choices serving us? Were our lists, um, were they evolving with us? And, you know, we just had, we had a really enlightening conversation. And I just wanted to share um, more of what is on my list, as well as the reasons why I decided to put these things on my list. And it's my hope that it provokes you to take a look at your own list. And hopefully it helps you continue to, you know, work on that list. But more than that, that it gives you a mirror to yourself so that you would be able to see you and decide, well, is my list working for me? Do you even have a list or are you just, you know, going with the flow? One of the things that I cannot stand hearing or being told as well let's just go with the flow and we'll see where things go up uh, no thank you because that's cold. that you are about to waste my time and that's on period there's never any apology for that but that's why it's important that you have your list that's why it's important that your list is not is not consumed with with the small things but you dare to go after the bigger things, and that you would chase down things, and I'm not saying literally run after these things, but you would you would demand things that cause you yourself to grow. Because what is the point if we don't grow also? We can't just expect the person, you know, our potential partners, our potential suitors, spouses, husbands, wives. To just be one way or, you know, to be everything and we don't grow. We don't meet them there. You know, we don't meet them at that level too. So it should also provoke you to grow. It's, and it's always one thing is that like when we start saying this is what I want, then we immediately should be holding the mirror up to ourselves to see, well, where do I stand? Am I a reflection of what I'm asking for? That doesn't mean that you need to be right there at the same level, but like, are you growing towards that? but before we even go into the list right i want to talk about about one of the one of the things that was so common in our discussion with the ladies and it kind of seemed to be the thing that caused them to lie in the pit of disappointment is when they see the potential in somebody and say oh wow i'm going to stay and i'm going to nurture this potential because one day it's going to happen. That's so dangerous. And I don't encourage anybody to do that. I don't think that you should ever commit to potential alone. Potential alone is never enough reason to, to commit to somebody. It's definitely not enough reason to marry somebody because it's just potential. It's like having a seed in your hand and never planting it or just not knowing is this seed going to be planted? It's there in your hand or it's there in their hand, but are they actually going to let it drop underground? Because potential is one thing, but there's a process for that potential to actually come to pass. And that means like that seed needs to be buried in the ground. It needs to be watered, nurtured, and it grows into that potential, but it's got to get its roots first too, you know, before we see the leaves and we see the fruit. And so because it has to be put underground, a lot of people walk away from that because that requires work. you got to till the soil. You've got to nurture the soil. you got to fertilize. you got to water it. you got to get the weeds out. It takes work. And not everybody wants to do that work. And so that's why it's dangerous to commit to somebody. That's why it's dangerous to marry somebody Based on potential alone, what you need is the character that corresponds with the potential. Does their character correspond to the potential? Do they have the character to manifest and maximize their potential? Because if they don't and you go ahead with that commitment, what you're going to end up or how you end up um, experiencing life is angry, bitter, disappointed, because having potential really is just not the same as delivering on that potential. And <laughs> you got to allow somebody to have some progress. You've got to allow them to have some roots. You also have to be able to examine their fruits. That's not to say that they're already thriving in their potential, but there's a track record behind them. And so that was one of the, you know, that was one of the things that you know, uh, we were able to identify as being a hindrance to people being happy, or even having the audacity to dare to dream for something more than what they were experiencing. And so, when I started t- sharing my list with the ladies in in its fullness, a lot of them were like, "Girl, how, how when I can't even get past this moment?" And I had to share that with them too. And that's why I decided to start with this here. Don't commit to potential uh, because you're not sure whether you're going to get a producer out of that person or if that person is a producer. And this goes both ways, male and female, just don't. Um, You can't commit to fruit. I mean, you cannot commit to leaves. You've got to commit to the fruit. What fruit do they yield? And the fruit doesn't lie. It just doesn't lie. But when I was, when I was, um, when I sat down to really think about what it is that I want in a husband, because ultimately that's what I would like to see in my life is a husband, right? Um, I decided that he had to be a leader, and again, this is my list based on who I am, where I am, it's based on my proclivities and my desires that I want a leader, and to me him being a leader looks like him being a king. And I know that the term king is just as, it's it's hot and, you know, it's hot on people's mouths and everybody's hashtag king this and that, queen that and this. But again, this is where we are able to examine their fruits. Are they really producing fruit or are they just throwing leaves at you? There is a difference. When it comes to a leader, when it comes to a king, There's a level of self-awareness. They know who they are. And the benefit of having somebody who knows who they are is that it awakens them to a level of their purpose as well as their potential. And a lot of the times they are going to be focused on that purpose. You know, a king, a king has a purpose because if he truly is a king that is producing fruit and not just throwing leaves, you're able he's going to be um concerned about the welfare of his kingdom now if i'm talking about somebody who i see as my future husband right Of course, I'm not his wife right now, but that does not mean that he's not already focused on his kingdom. Whoever he is, hey, boo, whoever he is, he is already focused on the kingdom. And that is the same with your spouse. I mean, your future spouse or even your current spouse. And even if it's your, you know, if it's a king or a queen, right? Because I know the men, I know the fellows come through and they listen too. So it could be their queen. She is already focused on the affairs of her kingdom, and, you know, and she's working on those things. So there's that level of self-awareness. You know, there's conversation that goes forward saying that is love enough to sustain a marriage, is love enough to sustain a relationship and love alone. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, no, it's not. It's going to take something more than just love. And for me, I, I truly believe that It's purpose. This is where purpose is so important. And it's important that before or, you know, as you start considering what you want in a spouse, you consider yourself and you take a look at your purpose. Do you know your purpose? If not, you know, it's a great time to start finding that out. And this is why singlehood is a great time. It's not woe is me. No, it's great because you have time to Figure it out if you don't know it and start working on your purpose. When they come along, it doesn't mean that their roots are firmly established. They could just be getting their toes wet, but there's a level of awareness. They know this is my purpose. And when you know what your purpose is, the whole trajectory of your life shifts And you become future focused because purpose is that that light that you cannot turn off. It's that passion that ignites itself on a daily basis. And when two people come together and you love each other, but your purpose aligns, you have something that can stand the test of time. You have something that you can build on. You have something that you can trust in. And that's not to say, you know, that all relationships where it's just love, because sometimes a person's purpose is just to love. But what is your purpose? And do you know it? Right. And so going back to this leadership, you know, he's going to be aware, he's going to be self aware, as well as integrity. This is one of my, this is something that's so deep with me. Like, i believe that you know integrity sets, sets the barometer for so many things when you when you consider integrity right like let's say me i'm going to look at my own person my own character my integrity and say like listen i'm not going to cheat because I'm just not going to do that because we could have a conversation if something's not going right, or I'm going to practice self-control. And this is what I'm looking for in him. Like, does he have integrity? Because integrity will stop you in your tracks. Integrity will tell you like, listen, I'm royalty and I can't act randomly. It will tell you that I'm royalty and I have somebody that I respect. I have people that are counting on me. I have a person that I have committed to, and I'm just not going to do these things there's that honesty that comes with integrity and they are builders leaders when you consider leaders they're builders they build relationships they build teams they're innovative they're creative in the way that they do things but a, you know another wonderful thing about having a leader in your home is that they care about everybody in there under their care under their leadership in their kingdom and they are constantly developing them into or they're developing them to become leaders, right? So he's already taking care of the kingdom. She's already taking care of the kingdom. They're kingdom focused. But one thing about saying that you want this type of person in your life, you've also got to consider what is their leadership style because there are different styles. You know, um, you have your autocratic leaders, you have your um, participative leaders. And you've got to know what works with your personality because if you end up with the wrong type of leader, the wrong type of personality, it will frustrate you and there you don't have that fulfillment or that enjoyment. And so, you know, you just got to be mindful of that. But that's where, you know, like getting to know somebody and figuring out, you know, can we dance together and how well do we dance together? How well do we communicate together? you're able to determine their leadership styles and determine for yourself whether this is for me or it's not. But the benefits of having um, a leader or a king, a queen in your life, is that they're facilitators, they're visionaries, they're change agents, you know, they step on the scene and things change simply because they're present. They're decision makers, you know, They influence you in positive directions. They're team players and they are always going to be focused on their kingdom. So that cuts out a lot of random stuff. Again, they're driven by purpose and when you're driven by purpose, there really isn't much time to entertain the smaller things in life because you're always looking at the bigger picture. And, you know, leading from when you're looking at the bigger picture and you are that leader you also care about how do i show up in this world because i can't come like they say i'm not going to do what they say that i do and this is why i say like you know you've got to know you for you because if you are this leader and you're showing up in a manner that is contradictory simply because that's what they say then your leadership become you know it, it it's questionable are those leaves or are they fruits? So now that we decided, or now that we've discussed the type of person, it's a king, it's a queen, there are leaders, they are kingdom focused we can get into the actual list, the relationship list. So one, the the first thing that I have on my list is that I really want somebody who has a strong, stable, and consistent character. It's important for me that his private life aligns with his public proclamation. Does what he say to me when we're having our sweet, tender moments is the man that I get to see in those tender moments, in those sweet conversations, The same man that shows up in the world. Now I don't expect him to be sweet and tender with everybody, but is his character consistent? Is he, you know, saying is he living a double life? And that's 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 really a big thing. And again, integrity in itself takes care of that because you care about the flavor that you leave in other people's mouths. One thing that I really don't like doing and I'm more conscious of it as I get older, is leaving a bad taste in people's mouths about, you know, when it comes to me. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to leave a bitter impression or a bitter taste. I just want to, you know, be me and be able to tell my truth and be respectful towards whomever, no matter what the situation is. Now, if it's a toxic, crazy person, then, hey, you're going to get it how you get it. But outside of that, Does my, that's who I am in private. That's who I am with my family. That's who I am. That's who I am around my friends, my inner circle. Is that who I am with the world at large? Or is there just, you know, a different character? Am I giving leaves or am I giving fruit? Is he giving leaves or is he giving fruits? Because it matters that your character is consistent. Just because your left hand doesn't necessarily see what your right hand is doing does not make it okay. Who are you? What defines you? What matters to you? And so that's always the number one thing because for me, this is where integrity lies. This is where will he cheat? Will she cheat comes from? Can they communicate? Do they communicate? Because if you remember, I started off by saying a strong, stable, and consistent character. So that was the first thing. The second thing on the list was intellectual capacity. When it comes to a king, when it comes to a leader, you gotta be rest assured that they are thinkers, they will never be random. When you come, when you consider a queen. Think about yourself, whether you're a king or a queen. Are you random? Or are you a thinker? It's easy, (laughs) it's easy sometimes to focus on the physical because man, he's fine. He's just everything that I like physically, right? Oh, he smells even better. But what's going on in his mind? Because you can look good, the packaging can be fantastic, but if the brain is empty, then what's the point? What is the point? Because at some point we have to evolve beyond just a, a ni- nice packaging, but empty contents. Like, what do you, no, we just can't. The depth of his thoughts should, for me, the depth of his thoughts should be my first orgasm. Sir, before you make my body come, can you make my mind come? Because, <laughs> One of the most sexiest things ever is an intellectual man. Uh, yeah, that's such a, that such a turn on. And one reason why I say this is because I, I don't always know the answer to things. I sometimes think I know the answers, but there are moments where I just know that I don't know. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to go to your partner and say hey sweetheart um, i'm kind of struggling in this area i've been i've been stuck on i've been stuck on this book that i'm writing and i've hit a brick wall or i'm i'm focused on my business plan and i'm just struggling when it comes to my vision or you know my my mission statement or you know i can't figure out the kit for my business and he's like he doesn't have to know the answer but because he is a king because he is a thinker he can steer the conversation in a direction where i can get the answer and it's just by asking questions it's just by you know using what he knows or just just you know <laughs> i don't know but it's just that thing that they have they it's it's like they just pursue excellence effortlessly and they're just able to take you there that is why intellectual depth for me is a big thing. A smart man, an intelligent man is such a turn on. Now that's not to say that he needs the list of degrees and everything that comes with it. He's just got to be smart and he's got to be a thinker. He's got to be somebody who wants to constantly develop his own mind and then not just keep it to himself, but share it with those in his kingdom and those in, you know, and people at large or in general. Another thing that's important is the quality of his company. Who is his inner circle? Because that inner circle are the people who are going to be the ones that he speaks to and those that speak to him. And that conversation or the quality of that conversation is important. You know, um, iron sharpens iron. So is he being sharpened? Because if he's the smartest guy in the group, then that's a problem. Why hasn't he shifted his circle to expand and be challenged? I don't want you to be the smartest person in your circle, babe. I want you to be inspired by other people. And that's not to say that you abandon your inner circle, but you grow, you stretch yourself, you stretch your mind because again, iron sharpens iron. And so you know you tend to find that they have smaller circles but the quality that is in that circle is is out of this world it's exceptional because that's what they desire and they keep company with other kings and again it goes back to iron sharpening iron there are some things like you know um a woman can't teach a man but when kings get together they develop each other's minds in that in, you know, together in that time that they share together. They're just like, like, there's some things that I wouldn't go necessarily to, to my male friends for, but I'll go to my, to my fellow queens and we're able to sharpen each other's minds because we're just iron sharpening iron. And so, you know, what is the quality of the company that he keeps? What is the quality of the company that she keeps so the fourth thing that is on the list is what do his financial philosophies look like? His financial philosophies are important. It's how he views money, but not just money, but like making money and managing money. And he recognize that his financial decisions affect the kingdom. So he's not going to be random with money at all. And he's also not going to be secretive or, you know, or just, you know, casual with it. um, He's definitely not going to be a bum. He's not going to have bum tendencies or bum type of thinking. He's not going to be somebody who makes babies that he doesn't take care of because he's, again, kingdom focused. He cares about those that he, you know, he cares about the children that he creates. He's there to cover them, to protect them, to provide for them. And He'll also take the time to consider possible financial or economic hardships. And so, you know, he's going to be concerned about the type of investments he makes, the type of or the manner in which you save. And here's the thing that's to be said about money. Since there's this huge conversation about high value men and how much they make and, you know, they got to have these ten dollars to $20,000 per month type checks. You can have people make that money every day. It happens. It happens. But they also spend that type of money every day, and so what is what is it worth at the end of the day when all it is is to take you from paycheck to paycheck? What are you doing about tomorrow? What is it? What is it worth? Like having everything on you that is that just you know consumes your entire salary, and you wear it, you drive it, you live it but you have nothing to fall back on a true king is going to be concerned about the state of the state of affairs as it pertains to his kingdom beyond his life when he's no longer here he's going to be sure that there are investments and there's you know the insurance and everything else that his family would need so that the kingdom can keep going forward um so those are like the four major things but, you know, I would also want to say that just his ability to be patient and tender with you, um, that he's not aggressive, he's not abusive. And when I say abusive, I mean sexually, financially, physically, emotionally, mentally, psychologically. He simply is not abusive. He loves you and is tender and patient with you. That is important to me. And um, he has a vision for the future, he knows. What it is that he wants. And this is where purpose comes in again, because he's going to lead from the future. He doesn't have to be in the future, but he will lead from the future. And, you know, there's something to be said about that type of mindset, because he's already in that position. And what that essentially does is it protects you from being victimized by moments in his life, because he's future focused. He's not random, he's not doing things. Just because it feels good in the moment, but he's doing things with the mindset that I'm building something, and that you know I've got to nurture what is mine, what is under what is under my care. I've got to nurture my purpose and the things that are attached to my purpose. Because the thing about your purpose, it's never just for you. Your purpose is connected to other lives, and there are people who are actually waiting for you to step into your purpose because it frees them to get into their purpose, and so. You can never hold up your own purpose. And that's why I say like he leads from the future because he knows it's important that I step into who I am. She knows that, hey, sis, it's important that I step into who I am because there are people who are waiting on me. There are people whose lives have been assigned to me that I need to show up. And just because I've made it, just because uh, have this mindset. It's not just for you. You've got to be able to go further, and this is where the whole kingship comes. This is where the whole queenship comes. You're not thinking about yourself, but they are thinking about the kingdom as a whole. And um, yeah, and then the last thing that I have is that you know they desire to protect. They 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 want to have the strength to protect. Those that they love, those who are under them, those who are part of their kingdom, they cover and they protect them. And when I say they cover them, can he cover you in prayer, sis? Hey, sir, can she cover you in prayer? And I, when I say when I say cover you in prayer, I'm not talking about. Um, a solace type of prayer that just, you know, is just reciting words. But like, if I'm going through life, if I'm in the battlefield of life, and I'm just experiencing one thing after the other, after the other, can they show up and cover you in prayer? Because prayer changes things. Um, Prayer... Prayers where we begin to petition heaven's throne room to to touch the heart of God to move in somebody's life, and I, for me personally, I think that is one of the most sexiest things a man can ever do for me is to pray for me, and I mean to when I say pray for me, I mean to labor to go to the throne room to go to the threshing floor for me. That's important. Um, to know that I'm covered like that. And sir, don't worry, babe, I've got you covered because I will go to the throne room. I don't have a problem laying on the threshing floor on your behalf, but can you do it for me? are you willing to because it takes discipline to do those things and so again it's not random but it's a conscious decision to say i'm going to step outside of myself and i'm going to do what i need to do for the person that i love and care for because this is another way that i can protect them this is another way that i can move their heart by having you know them touched They have a desire to protect their own. So, these are the things that are on my relationship list. And I look forward to hearing what you have to say about this list of mine and what does it make you think about yours? Because if you see, I never mentioned cheating or communication or any of those things, because that all falls under the type of leader that he is and what he holds near and dear to him. So, I thank you so much for joining me on this episode and I look forward to talking with you soon. Take care of yourselves, be good to you, and God bless you.